today, Jill Biden celebrates men on International Women's Day. Congratulations, ladies. A Marine speaks out on how bad the Afghanistan withdrawal really was. You're not going to want to miss this really explosive uh, testimony he gave today. And we've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. And in case you missed it, yesterday was International Women's Day. Yes, that's a thing. And Jill Biden, never wasting an opportunity to participate in identity politics, held a ceremony where they presented a Woman of Courage Award to 11 women for showing courage while fighting for their rights. Just, in Argentina, uh, yeah, Alba is. Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. Mm. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence mm. and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community. Oh, woo. thank God. Yes. So those of you who uh, were watching this very feminine creature may have realized that there was just one small problem. One of those 11 women has a penis, or at least did at one time. I don't know. I don't know if he's pre-op or post-op, which, of course, makes him a dude. Yes, this is Alba Ruida, the first openly transgender politician in Argentina, receiving a Courage Award on International Women's Day. Now, I'm going to go ahead and state the obvious, uh, make the obvious joke here that the same people who cannot define what a woman is, are holding women's celebrations. But in all seriousness, it's rather sinister, isn't it? The left constantly gaslights you into thinking you are the problem. All they want is to be accepted for who they really are. Well, who they really are not, but they just want you to accept them. They just want you to use the pronoun. They just want you to ignore basic biological facts and instead enable their delusions. That's all they really want. This is the erasure of women in real time. They are taking our scholarships. They're taking our championship titles. They're taking our bathrooms. They're taking our identity. And strangely enough, way too many women are just comfortable standing idly by watching it happen and cheering it on. The erasure of themselves. Well, I don't know if you realize this, but I ain't that girl and I'm done being diminished. Who knew that when the left coined the phrase war on women to try and accuse Republicans of supporting the patriarchy, they were actually just predicting the future of their own party. Can you think of anything more representative of a patriarchy than a bunch of men appropriating women and receiving high praise for it? As if womenhood is reduced to caking a bunch of makeup on your face and slapping on some fake breasts. How degrading. Womanhood is unique. My body is uniquely designed by God to birth babies. I have the ability to grow human life, actual human life. My organs actually know exactly where to shift as my womb expands. And then after I deliver that baby, which by the way is another thing men could never do, my organs know how to shift back. I have the ability to produce milk with exactly the right nutrients that my baby needs. I have a thing called maternal instincts and no amount of surgeries or makeup or fake breasts or mental illness will ever give men those abilities. You will never be me. Here to discuss this and more are uh, my friends, Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Blaze TV host Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America. 
Um, I'm just kind of done. I don't know if you guys realize that. Can I just that. say, hoorah? <laughs> I'm, just done. I'm, just, I'm just done. I'm over it. I'm and over it. And they can't get your womb. No, I, they're trying. You can nip it and tuck it and do all the stuff you want to do, but you can't get that womb. They're trying. They're no, trying. Good luck. Good luck. I mean, I, I just, I, like, where, where does it end? It is just such a, like, you think about all of the other, think, what does China think of us right now? Right. What is what does Russia think of us right now? What specifically China? I'm not as concerned about Russia, but China, they're building up these strong militaries. They're like flying balloons over our, our sensitive, you know, nuclear areas. They're 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 they basically get all access to all Americans on TikTok that all of these Americans have downloaded on their phones. Mm-hmm. They're like gearing up for uh, whatever happens next when they try to become everyone's overlords. And they're actually focused on this and they're like. Oh, that's cute. Jill Biden just held an award ceremony for women, and uh, there's a there's a guy there. That's cute. That's hilarious. Good luck, America. Have you seen the like 60 year in reverse training videos of American men way back when? They're not even in the military, just climbing big apparatus. Boys, 10 years old, 25 feet in the air, swinging from monkey bars and things. Right now, China, because China has infiltrated Africa completely. China is literally they have their military men on testosterone treatment. At the moment, they are breeding super soldiers. Go look at the height average over the last 25 to 30 years in China and how it's increased in men. Body mass increased in men. They are literally breeding mm-hmm. men, mm-hmm. manly men. Now, yes, China is horrible in other ways. Yeah, they no, also, yeah, yeah, also, China's not they what, also like bubble the wrap the guy and lock him in his own apartment right. and, and jab him right, with right. Some, some, some devil cocktail. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but other than that. But other than that, <laughs> other than that they're not uh, cutting off penises and they're giving awards to fake men and fake women and stuff. So, no, they're laughing at us. Look, Putin told us what he thinks of us. In his nat- national address, he told us, America, mm-hmm. America is sexualizing kids. China flew to Alaska and said America no longer mm-hmm. you know, negotiates from a place of strength. Mm-hmm. That's what they think. You know who's really laughing at us? The Africans. I get like tribal Africa. They are pounding their heads on a rock going, what do you mean you don't know what a woman is? Like, <laughs> what, see, have, what happened? You saw it in Matt Walsh's documentary yeah. when he went there. And exactly. they're just like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's not actually happening there. No way. <laughs> <laughs> look, if you want to be honored uh, and, and as a woman, you just you, look, they had to come up with more than 10 women to right. be honored. They could only they come up with 10. There's only 10 out there that could possibly award. They had to go to dudes, you know, and look, it's sad. But dudes not only are better at everything else, they're also better at being a woman. Apparently, that's what we're learning from really the Biden is. administration. <laughs> it really is embarrassing. Like I, it is. You know, I, yeah. like I, I understand the the pathetic pandering that's going on here, right? Yes. But like, what an insult! You can't find eleven women to honor. Like that, just she's in the top eleven of all <laughs> women. This guy is in the top eleven of all women. Really? Uh, look, International Women's Day is you know, sort of a ridiculous concept in the first place. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's still, it's just embarrassing to see everybody go down this road as if if anyone thinks this is sane. Mm -hmm. Look, you can sit here and try to be nice to people. You can sit here and try to be accepting to people. You can do all those things that everybody says you're supposed to do. But there is also truth. 
right? When something is true, you just laid out about a thousand true statements. Mm -hmm. I cannot have a baby, nor do I want yeah. to, nor would I no, be capable no, of it. You. All no, that, all, all the male bashing in there was true too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it is true. You saved the real yeah. painful stuff for us. <laughs> yeah, it's okay? 100%, we got it. We got it taken care of. If <laughs> it is true, I mean, all that stuff is true. And you know what? It's not just us at this table. It's not just everybody listening or, or watching on The Blaze. Mm -hmm. It's everybody on the left. They all know I it's know. true, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And they, they are trying to create this weird fantasy world in which we're all supposed to lie about the things that we know. And this is, of course, fundamental to progressivism at its core. It's to make you recognize some, some weird futuristic dystopia where, we, where no one can understand the truth and postmodernism is, is rules. And it puts you in a position where people are unsettled. They don't know what to do. You, you know, when someone says to them, well, we all know that that's a guy and it's not a woman, they, they don't, they pause, they Shy freeze. They're, they freeze. They're terrified yeah. for their own livelihoods. Mm -hmm. They've created this to punish people, to put them in line like you'd see in, you know, in a 1984 mm -hmm. or, or an animal farm. All of this is a, uh, is, is a path to get power. And I will say, for a lot of people, it's working. It's, I don't think it's ever going to work on us at this table or the people who watch Blaze TV, but it's working on a lot of people out there. Yeah. Stu, to your, it is working. To you, but to your point, though, they do know. Katanji Brown knew what a woman was. Yeah. She just would not because yeah. her party doesn't allow her to speak truth. What does it say of a Jill Biden? A, a, a first lady of the United States of America engaging in such a disgraceful, dishonoring act against women. Mm -hmm. That is abuse on women. And it's led by the first lady of the United States, who is truly a woman. Maybe not like one of the previous ones that we were questioning. Okay. But, but this one we know at least is. Okay? And a doctor. And a doctor. Thank well, you. She's so a doctor. She's a scholar. She's smart enough to know. Mm -hmm. So it, it's... I'm asking myself this. I was raised by a single mom. Where are the single mothers that should be honored in their outcry against the woke? Where are the, the women in America going, excuse me, you're not going to disgrace me like that. No more. I mean, I'm waiting for that march, you know, for that. Remember the pink hats and, the, you know, the Me Too movement and, and that whole movement? Where's the movement against, sorry, stop degrading women by women? Where are all the feminists now, the real feminists? Nowhere to be found. They're towing the line by giving awards to, to dudes. Well, and so I want to throw in one more here, um, which was particularly upsetting to me because you see this. You're talking about Jill Biden, right? Like, oh, Dr. Jill Biden's doing this in the White House. Well, we know that all of these people are going to toe the line, as you mentioned, to uh, all of these special agenda, you know, leftist groups. However, the same day, International Women's Day, yesterday, the Texas legislature, uh, they passed, this is House Resolution H.R. 155, that will recognize February 14th as International LGBTQ Chambers of Commerce Advocacy Day at the state capitol. Uh, there were no nays. It was voted on yesterday. Cowards. No nays in the Texas legislature, by the way, just for some more perspective, the author of this resolution uh, is a Democrat in El Paso, State Representative Mary Gonzalez, who is a self-described pansexual. So you guys think Texas is the uh, last bastion of uh, liberty and freedom and super deep red and all that? <laughs> yeah, no. You, you said pansexual. If you go to Caesarea Philippi in Israel, 
right? This is the place Jesus took his disciples, walked 30 kilometers and said, these gates of hell will not prevail, where children were sacrificed, gnashing of teeth. The temple of Pan is there in the Garden of Zeus. That's where pansexual comes from. It actually comes hmm. from Pan, the temple of Pan, abuse with children, flowing in and out of sexuality, sacrificing children on an altar. I mean, I stood at that altar. Jesus himself took his disciples and said, these gates of hell will not prevail. But no, we're glorifying that. We're going to give those people a, a day, right? I want a day. I want to abolish craziness day in this country. All heterosexual males that are red-blooded, meat-eating. I don't know. Do you still, you still not eat meat? <laughs> no, I don't. He is very red-blooded, though. Yes, but You're red-blooded. You, you qualify red. by that. Mm -hmm. You Thank can you. come. <laughs> you can come. Yeah. But let's have that day of just abolishing craziness in this mm -hmm. country and just reset for a minute. I mean, I can't. It's demonic. It stems from demonic origins. And it's in your face. And they taunt it. And then they fly the flag. I mean, I'm, I'm done. I'm absolutely done with this craziness. I mean, how insulting in Texas. No, no nays. First of all, are there any Republicans in Texas? Or were they all <laughs> no. Democrats? Appar there no, apparently okay. there are not. Now, yeah. it, it, they may have not an R Austin. next to their name. Yeah. yeah. Turns out they're mm -hmm. not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they may view this as a completely meaningless you know, thing, which I, I, I understand. Obviously, like naming a day is not the most important thing a legislator is supposed to do. But like these are just dumb stances. Stop talking about, I don't want, yes. I go back to the Morgan Freeman clip. I don't know if you guys saw yes. that around the Black, yeah. Black History Month where he says, I don't want a Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Do you want a White History Month? Do you want a Jewish History Month? I don't. Do, I don't want a White History Month. I don't want no. it. No. Um, I want to learn about American history and, and people who are uh, you know, uh, about, about the people who formed our country, which were but white and black in every, every group. Um, but I mean, you just see how fast this 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 turns. I mean, you, uh, the pansexual thing reminds me of I don't know, 20 years ago. One of the the greatest uh, sketch comedy shows of all time was on HBO called Mr. Show, and uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. And they had a sketch in which uh, they were these ad agency ad ad uh, agency types that came in to try to help this company that was you know, seen as unfriendly giant corporations, sort of. Uh, you know, work through their problems and be become more friendly. And they introduced a new spokes thing, uh, which was this blue animal called Pit Pat, and it was a, a pansexual spokes thing. Um, and it was supposed to be this really friendly thing. And the joke was how ridiculous yeah. it would be yeah. to have a pansexual spokes thing. Mm -hmm. They had a, a biscuit company, and they're like, it was Grandma's Biscuits, and they're like, wait a minute, the grandma looks like a man. He is a man! And it was a transsexual grandma who was the face of their biscuit company. It was completely absurd mm -hmm. by some of the most liberal people in America less than two decades ago. Here we are now, where this stuff is actually happening. We're really seeing, I mean, Chad's pads this week. <laughs> that, uh, we all that, experienced that, that in, in one way or but the Chad's pads thing would have been a sketch that SNL would have yes, done yes. or Mr. Show would have done years ago. Now it is left only to someone like Chad, which I wish he'd leave it to someone else. But <laughs> <laughs> someone yeah, wasn't walking by me in the hallway. Oh, you know, man. I would have loved that. No, but it was, uh, you know, it's, it's a fascinating though that that is where this is. We, you know, we all understand that's oh, funny. Golly, we all uh, can't embrace it anymore. We all have to be terrified. <laughs> Katanji Brown Jackson is there the perfect is. example, Yako. Uh, yeah. You know, where she is, she absolutely knows the answer to this question yeah. and will not say the truth. She is, she's in the Supreme Court. Right. It's all about the truth. You're protected uh, till the end of your life. 
there's no, all you're supposed to do is be a slave to the truth, and we can't even get people to think that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And is I'm this, sorry for bringing up Chad's pads. Well, yeah, because now the, the <laughs> control room has brought him up on the, is this a video? I don't, what yeah, is this? Did is you this? not see this? Oh, no, 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 I didn't oh, know did. if they were, but I don't want to play, don't do that to my viewers, don't you do that to my viewers, don't disgrace I'm not going to do that. that. You, you know what bothered me most picture. about that? I don't know why, but it was the eye shadow, I was just like, dude, <laughs> I mean, he went for it, he went he, all in, mm-hmm. I hope he wasn't wearing it back. You know what's funny, um, I know we have to go to break, but my, um, some, some people were like, Oh, I bet Chad was using American Beauty by Sarah. And I was like, no, he wasn't. I don't blame any of that. That ain't my stuff. Absolutely (laughs) not. All right. um, Let's thank our sponsor and then we'll be back with more. This is Patriot Mobile. And uh, thanks to all of your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the, like truly one of the leaders in this parallel economy that is so necessary. And uh, they want you to know they're now offering service with all three major networks. So if you are with one of the big three and um, you're like, this is a big mobile company. I have to have them for their service, but I hate their values. Well, give Patriot Mobile a try. They also offer a performance guarantee. So if you're not happy with their coverage, you can switch between those three major carriers for free. As a reminder, they are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. So same nationwide coverage. You also, you, you can use this, the same phone. You can buy a new one from them, whatever you prefer. But you know that you are uh, not donating or not giving your hard-earned money to someone who is going to donate it to, I don't know, like Planned Parenthood or organizations trying to take your guns away. We have to stick together in this day and age. And you can do that by going to patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free activation with the offer code news over at patriotmobile.com slash news. One of the initiatives that the House Republicans promised that they would do once they took back the House was uh, hold the Biden administration accountable for uh, the fallout of what happened with, you know, withdrawing from Afghanistan. Um, Really, really horrific things happened there. You know, it's, it's hard to. It's hard to remember because, and I do, I, I, I'm going to say this in jest, but I do mean this seriously. Like, the Biden administration has done so many horrible things yeah. for America. This was done at the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that sometimes we forget that it even happened, how bad it was, because every day there's something that comes out that's just really bad. But it, it was really bad over there uh, in, what was this, the summer of 2021. And so House Republicans... Uh, they had a, a hearing, the House Foreign Affairs Committee, and they had U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews, who I believe lost his um, his arm, and he lost some appendages in uh, the the attack, the suicide bomber attack in Afghanistan. So they called him there to to ask him about it, have him testify, and he says that he and his team actually, in, like they saw the suicide bomber, they asked for permission to engage. And the first time they said, I don't know. The second time they just didn't get a response. They got no response. And here he recounts uh, what happened next. Pointedly, we asked him for engagement authority and permission. We asked him if we could shoot. Our battalion commander said, and I quote, I don't know, end quote. Myself and my team leader asked very harshly, well, who does? Because this is your responsibility, sir. He again replied, he did not know, but would find out. We received no update and never got our answer. Eventually, the individual disappeared. To this day, we believe he was a suicide bomber. We made everyone on the ground aware. Operations had briefly halted, but then started again. Plain and simple, we were ignored. Our expertise was disregarded. No one was held accountable for our safety. 
Then a flash <clears throat> and a massive wave of pressure. I'm thrown 12 feet onto the ground, but instantly knew what had happened. I opened my eyes to Marines dead or unconscious lying around me. A crowd of hundreds immediately vanished in front of me, and my body was catastrophically wounded with 100 to 150 ball bearings. Uh, his right arm and his right leg he lost in this. Um, really heartbreaking to hear him give this uh, recount of, I'm sure, the most traumatizing thing that's ever happened to him in his life. Um, and I'm glad that they are hearing this testimony. But hearing this makes me infuriated that... We have Americans out there putting their lives on the line for the Biden administration to put completely incompetent people, apparently, in places of power. And this is this is the end result for that. And for what? For what? The entire thing was botched from start to finish. The entire thing was botched. And then you see these yahoos uh, interviewing, you know, Heads of military, head of the FAA, heads of all of these places that they want to put in charge of people like like this guy. And they don't know anything about the job, but they check boxes. They're black. They're gay. They're a lesbian. They're transgender. They're Hispanic. Thank God. Thank God that they are all of those things because, you know, I mean, when it really matters, we've got Americans dying. We've got Americans getting wounded in Afghanistan because we have completely incompetent people from the top down. It's infuriating. Sarah, I'm sitting here. I'm so I'm, I'm my 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 soul is is in agony here because. This is more of the same. I can't help but mention this. I can't help but mention Benghazi. Mark Geist, Oz, mm -hmm. a friend, Benghazi, on Hillary Clinton's watch, on purpose. They warned. They said, hey, they're coming. Send reinforcements. No. The answer is no. You can't fire. Here we go again. This is a, this is a playbook. They do not care. There you go. Clinton, Obama. Here's this clown who's running this country at the moment. And they will abandon Americans. And, and this is, for me, uh, Stu, it's not a game. We laugh about, you know, transgender stuff and we laugh about the things. Americans are dying. Through COVID, people died. Suicide. American soldiers are dying even when they're recognizing the threat saying, can we fire? No. Don't know. And then the very guy blows them up. This, we, we're, we're talking about things like we're in the metaverse here. This is real life. There's real consequences for these insane Radical decisions that are being made, case in point. It's sad, but it's happened before. Mm -hmm. Benghazi, we should remember. 9-11, we should remember. This should be remembered. We should play this on loop, unfortunately. May people never forget one of the first acts of Joe Biden mm -hmm. was having American soldiers die. Mm -hmm. And for what? That's the, you know, the worst part of it, because I think you talk to a lot of people in the military and they know going in that they might die. They might get hit by a terrorist. They might get hit by a, an enemy soldier. And they're, you know, because they're the best people among us, they're willing to take risks like that to protect us and, and the people around them. 
Um, and, you know, Joe Biden came in and just said, no, screw all your efforts. We're just going to get out of here and, and we're going we're gonna to let this thing blow up in everybody's face, including the people who helped us all those years, the people mm -hmm. who were, were obviously in our, in our military, the civilians that were still on the ground, all of the assets, the treasure that we've put into this. Um, I mean, it is the most cataclysmic um, uh, foreign policy debacle of my lifetime by any president. It's not really close. Um, and we've had our we've had our mistakes. Yeah. There's been some to talk about, yeah. uh, but this one I don't think it's even close. And he's you know he has not paid really any price for for oh. this uh, for what he did to uh, all of those people and all of their efforts over such a long time. You know we we were all very disappointed by uh, you know the the results of the election and we're hoping for more. But this is the one thing that we did get out of that. I mean, you can stop some of these bills that he's putting through, obviously, with the House. But we also do get these investigations. I mean, we're seeing some of this mm -hmm. with the January 6th stuff with Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing some of this with the uh, the COVID origin uh, uh, investigation, which is really important. This one's vital. I mean, I, mm -hmm. they, they, let, they just are trying to walk away as if this didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And we cannot let them. But, but what price is available for them to pay, right? Like, what if, if we see that it went straight to the top, do, do, are there going to be impeachment hearings? Are there, like, I, I just, I get frustrated because you see a lot of these these hearings, and it's like, oh, there's a hearing. Yeah. Okay, what next? Yeah. yeah I mean, what I, the, next? The most likely penalty uh, that, that we could extract from this is nothing more than um, defeating him in an election. Right. Right. That's really the best. And, mean, and uh, even then, I'm not. I'm not so sure that that's going to be enough to convince people because no, it's, it happened so long ago. The average, you know, uh, uh, amount of time that people spend on something and then they're on to the next thing, and it's like, hold on, yeah. can we go back to this? Yeah, I, I will say that, that that was probably the most damaging thing of his his presidency so far. All the stuff that's gone wrong with Joe yeah. Biden. When you yeah. look at where he was in approval rating, that is the thing that that dropped him the most quickly. Um, but he's done so many worse, I mean, not has, worse things, he's, he's done so many bad things yeah. since then. And he's slightly no. rebounded since then. <laughs> well, no, he has, but I would say, look, I would say he's <laughs> absolute abandon, abandoning American children is, is, is catastrophic because it has generational impact for, for we, we can't measure what they're doing to Gen Z at the moment. But this is a moment that's a marker. You can put a stake in the ground and say that it's tangible. Mm -hmm. You know, there's arbitrary arguments around children and books and things. This is, no, there's a soldier saying, we warned, we saw him, mm -hmm. you wouldn't let us take him out, so they took us out. Here's what I want to see, a disgraced presidency. Not just him, the cabinet. Mm -hmm. I want every general, every general that made a call to be dishonorably discharged, stripped from every medal, stripped from their title as a general. That's what should happen. Yeah. You know who would do that? Putin would do that to generals that break rank. China would do that to generals who break rank. They actually kill people, all right? Strip them from their titles publicly, disgrace them publicly. You don't get to be a general until you die. You let American soldiers die when you knew better. Excuse me, you don't represent the flag anymore. We're stripping you from that. You know, one other thing I think that this really showed, um, not that it's something that those of us, the three of us who are sitting at this table don't already know, but it just, it, it was, it highlighted so clearly the difference between government response and, and private citizen response, right? Who yes. was it that was getting the majority of the work done after the government botched this entire thing? 
It was organizations like Glenn's organization. The guy who sits it at was that Chad Robichaud. Right. Like it, mean, it was it was normal people. It wasn't the government. It wasn't the Biden administration. They weren't like trying to oh, we gotta get people on planes. They were they they were making it actually harder for people like Glenn to rescue people. Wouldn't it allow the planes to land or take I, off? It's to a, extract it's the most them and not just mind-boggling thing. Steve makes a point that we cannot forget because we can't just abandon the Middle East. There's a Middle Eastern people who love America, who have been assets and informants. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, there's a friend of mine right now. We're still trying to get her family now out of of uh, Pakistan because they fled to Pakistan, and Pakistan is now repatriating people back to Afghanistan. The women they're sending them back who fled, who got out who couldn't come to America, and her father was an informant for, for American troops for 15 years. He was an informant. They left him. Mm. They said, sorry, we're out. Peace mm -hmm. out. It's not right. No. It'll, it's going to come back to bite us. And, and you've now created a group of people in the Middle East who are better towards America. This is not good, man. Yeah. This yeah, is not good. There's a lot of children uh, who right. were you know, who were sons and daughters of right. people who helped us for yep. multiple decades, yep. and they learned a very clear lesson there mm -hmm. that the, America is not is not there to for them when they when they mm -hmm. uh, when they need them, and, and they're not they're not to be trusted. What do those kids grow up to yeah. Yeah. under the, yeah. the tutelage of the Taliban? How does that manifest itself over multiple decades? We're going to be fighting this same battle again in 10 or 20 years because those people are going to grow up hating America, believing all right. the propaganda against us. And, you know, the worst part about it is we've always had propaganda against us. It's always been complete BS. You know, mm -hmm. not to say that we've never made a mistake, yeah. but more and more we're giving credibility mm -hmm. to that propaganda because we keep fueling it. We yeah. keep giving them really good material. Material to go to these vulnerable populations. And Stu, they're not going to forget. Mm. No, no. We may forget, but yeah, they're not going to forget. Of course they won't. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So they're having a really big BOGO deal on the thunderstorm air purifiers that you guys hear me talk about all the time. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a listener of ours who wrote in, it makes a huge difference in our cat litter box stink. I wish I had waited for the BOGO deal. I need another one. Well, you're in luck. BOGO is back. So when you buy one thunderstorm, you're going to get one for free. No matter how many you buy, you get an equal amount for free. Buy two, you get two free. If you want to buy five, you want one for every room in your house, you're going to get five for free. And then you're going to have, you're going to be covered. Your house is going to be the purest house on your entire block probably in your entire city. You got to do it. I talk about this all the time. It, I, we have cats, we have dogs, we have leopard geckos. We, I, someone needs to tell me to stop bringing animals into my house. It really is a zoo. But it doesn't smell like one because we have Eden Pure at our house. You can go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code Sarah. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Sarah. Shipping is free. We talk often on this program about the the all of the influx of the illegal immigrants crossing this border. I mean, it is a crisis going on at the southern border. Um, and FBI Director Chris Ray was uh, asked about this yesterday in a hearing, um, and he basically was like, "Yeah, I, I, we we can't keep tabs on all these people that are coming in that we're letting in. Oh, that's a little bit scary. Watch." We're not able to keep tabs on every single person who yeah. comes in, certainly. We have oh. all sorts of investigations into certain people mm -hmm. uh, who get in, and we try right. to work very hard on both sides of the border to prevent 
to support uh, DHS's efforts mm -hmm. and, and to some extent our neighbors south of the border from uh -huh. preventing them from coming in. That's great. So I'm sure that Chris Ray would agree that the smartest policy for his home to keep his home secure is to just keep the door wide open. And, uh, you know, you can't keep tabs on whoever's coming in and out and floating and, you know, squatting and all of these things. But, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Close the door? Lock it? Not give anyone else the key? Please, that's stupid. By the way, uh, illegal immigration is costing ta American taxpayers 30% uh, more since 2017. Uh, there's a new study that came out that says um, the services provided to those illegally crossing the border um, cost nearly $182 billion a year. Mm -hmm. $182 billion a year. So take that to your leftist friend who wants to say, they're more of a net positive on the system than they are a negative. No, no, that's not the case. And there are bad people coming in and we can't keep tabs on them. Things are going great, guys. No net positive. Let me tell you, that FBI director is a liar. Mm -hmm. They're doing zero. And this is not hearsay. Nine trips, both sides of the border. Zero is being done to deter people from coming into the U.S. Zero. Zero. We've Not, seen it with our own eyes. You, you've been there. We've seen your I'm videos. Talking about, I'm Jorge. talking about the coyote is bringing the family over. I'm talking to him. They greet him. He's like an Uber driver. He turns around and walks straight across the border. There's zero being done from stopping people coming in. And there's no tabs being kept. None. Okay? None. They don't know where these kids are going. Slave labor, sex trafficking, criminal activity, theft, burglary, art, murder, mm -hmm. right? They're keeping tabs on nobody. Nobody knows who's coming in. They're flooding across the border. Liars, all of them are liars, 100%. Mm -hmm. I gotta say too, the, this study, which came from I think Fair, mm -hmm. um, which is a good organization. I'm really glad they did this study. It's important that we understand the cost of this. Um, but I think they would probably acknowledge too, it's not a complete study. No. I mean, what they right. basically said was 182 billion dollars of cost of the services we're providing right. to illegal immigrants, right. minus I think 30 billion or something like that, where mm -hmm. they're saying that's what the amount of taxes that the, they actually yes. wind up paying. Um, so massive cost to our society. But like. What there's much more than this. Like the, uh, an illegal immigrant comes over and takes a job that an American could have had. Yes. That American is then also receiving mm -hmm. uh, benefits, and that American is uh, no longer can pay taxes mm -hmm. uh, on that. And if an illegal immigrant comes over and commits a crime, uh, that is a massive cost. That's not involved in, in that number. Um, you know, they, I know they did their best to get to a uh, you know that particular measure, which is a really important measure that we know. But there's so much more to this. You can problem. put a multiple on that too. What about healthcare? Yeah. The cost of health care. Mm -hmm. You go right now to El Paso, if you're an American, you can't get a hospital bed. The people in the hospital yeah. can't pay for the hospital care. Mm -hmm. Well, who's paying? Right. We are. What's the cost on that? That right. calculation is not even in there. And how do you calculate that? And let's put a, you know, a business number on it. Let's run it out 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. You're, prob you're probably going to get close to, you know, Half a trillion dollars. Yeah, and, and before and it's all done, we're here on the same day where the, the president is unveiling his you know big budget. And one of the big, the, the main thing they're talking about in this budget is this giant tax on evil rich people, mm -hmm. which they think may raise up to two hundred billion dollars a year over you know ten years. It's like, well, uh, first of all, that's not even a dent in the five trillion no. he's already added to the budget uh, to the the debt, so it doesn't really even matter anyway, even if it was legal. Uh, but here's a problem that you could do a lot to solve, where you're which goes right up to that, that big uh, frontline tax number that he's bragging about all day. 
And they seem to have no interest in it. All they're talking about is how, uh, how they're going to allow this to continue and how it's going to be encouraged. And remember, this number is before Title 42 goes away. Yes. Right? When that goes away, we're talking about a problem that's going to multiply by two, three, four times. So, I mean, we, it is, as you uh, correctly called it at the beginning, it is a crisis, and it's a crisis that has no seemingly no interested parties in solving it. And, but on both sides, though. Right. I'm not seeing, uh, really, I'm not seeing the House now really have power saying, we demand for the border to shut down. Abbott's doing zero. Well, that's, and that's who I was zero. going to. His wife's throwing parties on Women's Day in the <laughs> governor's mansion. Well, I will say he, he was okay. the guy who came up with the shipping people up to the other cities. And that, that's, that yes. has, Dude, I think, that doesn't stop him from it's coming. It's a symbolic, I'm it's sorry, symbolic right, shipping. Right, mm-hmm. right. I give but, him a quarter of a point for that. Well, and that also, point. I mean, it is shipping them further into the interior of the yeah. country where yeah. they but are. There is some limit on what he can do here. And I will say, Ron DeSantis gets a <laughs> lot of credit for that, for the one time he did it to Martha's Vineyard, which yeah. admittedly was funny. Yeah. But also, the, Abbott is on that as well. Abbott was the OG on that one. And Arizona did it as well. Before DeSantis got involved, in but that. you okay? But so you so you say um, he's limited as to what he could do. The thing that frustrates me about him is that he claims that he is going to go above mm-hmm. and beyond. He's go- I'm declaring an invasion. I'm going to do all these things, and then. When he doesn't do it, he's like, well, I can't do anything. I, I, that's a federal government. It's like, well, then stop saying that you're going to do something if you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But Sarah, that's fundamentally not true. <laughs> no, that okay. didn't count. No, she didn't. But that's <laughs> fundamentally not true. Every state in the United States has a right. Tennessee, that's not even a border state, can literally defend Tennessee from Kentucky if there's an invasion from Kentucky. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, We're being okay, invaded so, by 180 countries. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so dare them. So bow up to them. Yes. So do yeah. something and, yes. and, and see how far the federal government is willing to take it. I take mean, your Texas Guard, which has an Air Force, by the way, okay? An Air Force. I don't know if people know that. We've got an Air Force element in the Texas Guard. Take your Texas Guard and say, go down there and tell them you crossed the river. We're prosecuting you. We will fire upon you. You mm-hmm, do not come. Mm-hmm. A- send messages to the cartel saying, today's mm-hmm. D-Day. Right. Right. Well, right. And that's what I'm saying because because the only option that would be available to Border Patrol at that time is that they would have to decide if they are going to engage with the Texas National Guard to prohibit them from doing that. Correct. Right. Call their bluff. That's what I'm saying. I say this because I've been down there and I've interviewed these boys. You're going to see DPS join Texas Guard. These guys are are so frustrated that they cannot do the job that they signed up for I know. to defend this country. I know. They'll, if Abbott had any chutzpah, they would stand with him and they would abandon Biden. Yeah. I will say, I mean, again, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, Greg Abbott defender here. I mean, I think he could do You're more. You're not passionate about Greg yeah, Abbott. Right. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's fine, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I get, as a person who grew up in the Northeast, uh, you know, yeah. uh, he's fine. He's yeah. much better than anybody we have I out want there. I'm better than fine. And I, will, and I agree with you. However, if you look at the, 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 the four border states here, you got California, you got New Mexico, you got Katie Hobbs. Yeah, well, you know, okay. you, you've, right. got, you've got a, a yeah. even if he's perfect on the border, we still have a massive, massive sure. problem. Yeah. And I yeah. do think one of the only ways we'll ever get to an actual solution is actually convincing the country that this is a real priority. Yeah. Yeah. The Democrats don't want to do that. It has been interesting that between the efforts of Ducey and uh, Abbott and DeSantis, this idea of sending people up to the other cities has taken people like Eric Adams and have them embrace 
fully mm -hmm. every complaint we've had here on the border for multiple decades. I think that has moved the needle. It's not a solution, but I do think that has been helpful. And I, as someone who really judged that initially as just symbolic and sort of like grandstanding, yeah. it really has worked much better than I think we could have expected. Well, Steve, if that's your plan, then send thousands, yeah. tens yeah, of thousands. Send 150,000. Yeah. Because 4,200 is crossing El Paso per day. Yeah, it's not yeah. a plan, but it is an interesting okay, element. But I agree. Double down. All right, we got to take a yeah. break. We'll be back. You could definitely do more of it. Send them. Send a yeah. million. I don't care. I want to remind you guys to uh, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, do all the things for the YouTube page. Uh, make sure that you do that so that more people can view this. Um, so I want to get to very quickly, there's a new poll out. There's a couple new polls out that reveal that uh, most Americans actually are on our side with the whole transing the kids things. So 71% uh, of respondents in this latest poll said they believe pharmaceutical companies and doctors who promote puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for underage children seeking gender transition should be legally liable for any harmful side effects that arise. Um, and by the way, there was a separate poll that said 71% of participants said they are very concerned of efforts to expose children to the transgender movement using drag show, school curriculum, and social media. Stop being afraid to speak out. Mm -hmm. This is a winning issue. Mm -hmm. This should be at the top of the Republican Party platform. Even that, even in Texas, you've got mm -hmm. Republicans who I'm meeting with who are like, we're scared mm -hmm. to say something because we're like, they might call us xeno, uh, uh, homophobic, transphobic. Who cares? Everyone agrees with you. Say it anyway. Pass the bill anyway. It's a winning issue. Yeah, please. Our bill's in 13 states. Pass it in all 13 states to get this stuff out of school. I say this. Throw the book of the law, the hammer, throw the whole courtroom at them. Go after these doctors, every single one of them. Make mm -hmm. a point, but it's going to take some of our lawmakers to actually step up and do the right thing regardless. And yes, the people will stand behind them. Remember when um, doctors were trying to prescribe, uh, you know, certain prescription drugs off-label for COVID, and we're like, oh my God, you can't do that. Don't use this for off-label. Use this as an FDA-approved. And now they're like, here you go. Here's your, oh, I met with you one time. Here's your hormones, and uh, good luck to you. Yeah, I know. It's very, very strange. I think, too, you know, you're right. I think the people should understand that this is not an issue that you have to run away from. Mm -hmm. uh, sh now, that shouldn't be the determining factor as to whether you're harming children right. or not. Like, if it's an unpopular <laughs> issue, you right. should still stand up for children. Um, but this is, it should be an easy one, right? right? N normally, we're stuck as conservatives in this impossible place by saying, like, look, I know you want to make more money for the minimum wage, but we think it doesn't really work and we think it's bad and it's hard. I know. Oh, look at these sad people who don't have something and they want something for free. Oh, debt forgiveness. Oh, we have to say sorry. Like, it's actually a terrible policy and was done completely illegally. We're constantly put in that position as mm -hmm. conservatives, saying something that is principled over mm -hmm. something that feels really good in the moment. This is principled and, and feels good. good. Yeah. Protecting children is something that we should all be able to get behind. Yeah, amen. All right, we got to take a, another break. We'll be right back. Well said. And I want to tell you guys very quickly about a city in Italy where every year they put people into a cage and dunk them in the river uh, by way of punishment and... Most often, the person in the cage is a politician. 
So uh, <laughs> they're dunking people, look, those of you who are watching, they're dunking people into the river in a cage. It's supposed to be a spoof on a historical punishment uh, used for, I don't know, like the last millennium for those people who had been found guilty of committing blasphemy. But I, I am actually recommending that we bring this to America <laughs> specifically for politicians because I would really, really love to see them dunk Joe Biden in a cage just like that. I say, let's do it. Can I propose that we do it in Cape Town, South Africa, where we <laughs> drop them for the white, great white shark cages? Yes, yes, you know? yeah, please. D dunk them there. Please, please. I, I just, can we, where's my, I'm gonna, let's, you're the one who talks to the legislators and have them file bills. Yes. That's my bill. There we go. I like it. That's my bill. Let's draft it and propose it. Uh, let's see how many oh of them. Let's see so how many awesome. of them sign on to we, ducking themselves. Still, are those a petition.com thing? Is that still yeah. a thing? Yeah, change.org. Yeah, change.org. Change there you go. Uh, there you go. I don't know if That's it would it. be. We're doing it. Yeah. You don't I think mean, it? again? They come back up. It's not like you're actually. It's just. It's just a little bit of time under the water. You're a little. You're done yeah. for a second. That's, That's what I'm all. Saying. Well, it's like taking up. a bath. Yeah. It's fine. Those of you who have not yet done so, remember. Dear Abby, ain't got nothing on me. We are, uh, we're taking your questions. We're, we're giving out life advice. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but you can email us at dearsarahattheblaze.com. We will be reading some tomorrow, so stay tuned. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.